0: Welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast, fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle programs created for your goals and your reality. No magic pills, no judgments, and no time to waste. Let's get into it. Hello, Justin from Feel Strong here. Thank you so much for tuning in, pressing all the buttons to put a podcast in your ears. I wanted to talk about tempo today. And the thesis is that everything has a tempo, certainly every movement. uh, And I think it applies even more broadly. So, tempos. Everything has a tempo. Every movement has three parts. Just get this out of the way so we can use the right words. The first tempo we'll talk about is the eccentric. Eccentric. Eccentric is the muscle lengthening portion of a movement. It is often the negative, the down portion of, move, of a movement, though not entirely, but it is the negative, typically, is what we're looking at. Concentric. Concentric is typically a muscle shortening. This is the power, the speed. This is often what people think of as the active part of the movement. It is the standing up of the squat. It's the pulling the dumbbell up to your shoulder of a curl. It's as that muscle gets shorter. That's what we're doing isometric is also a part of every tempo. Isometric is the hold. It's a rest. It's being static. It's bracing. It's control, staying still. And you can add isometric holds into every movement. But for our purposes, we have eccentric, we have concentric, and we have isometric. So what's the point? What are these useful for? Every movement. Let's take a squat, for example. Every squat you do has these tempos, whether you're paying attention to it, whether you're timing it, whether you've even heard about this before this very moment. If you put a bar on your back and squat down and squat up, it takes you a certain amount of time to get to the bottom. You spend a certain amount of time at the bottom and it takes you a certain amount of time to get up. Now, if you start adjusting this, you can start adjusting uh, how much work it is and what you're trying to prioritize. For example, let's say... You're in the middle of a pandemic and you don't have access to all the weight you want. What if you wanted to, with whatever limited weight you're working with, do more work, get more resistance? Well, what if you then found out that the eccentric portion of a squat is actually literally more work? It does more damage to the muscles than the concentric portion of a squat. So if we add some tempo onto that eccentric, let's say we make it take three full seconds to get to the bottom of your squat. Before you explode up, we add that on top of whatever limited weight you have you're squatting with is going to be harder. What if your problem is that uh, you uh, generally get unstable at the bottom of a squat? You tip forward, uh, your hips go one way or the other, you have a hard time controlling where your knees are tracking. You're generally just not super stable. Well, why don't we isolate that like we do with any other movement? This comes up weightlifters, uh, Olympic weightlifters especially, Uh, resonate with this stuff really well because they're very used to breaking down their movements to its small components. They work on liftoffs. They work on first, second, and third pole only movements. They work on only lockout movements. Powerlifters to a degree also. But if you haven't done this before, imagine that same back squat. We're talking about an isometric stability work. What if you got to the bottom of your back squat, and you stayed there for three seconds. I'm just using three seconds as an arbitrary number. It's kind of a medium amount of time to stay down there. Not super fast, not super long, but enough that it's definitely going to change the stimulus of the movement. If you come down to the bottom and you have to stay braced, stay in control all uh, for that entire three seconds and then stand on up, you will become more stable at the bottom of the squat. Your strength endurance will go up. Your control will improve. Your st- The power you have in those static positions will let you own those positions. And when you own those positions, you can move on to greater weight, more reps, whatever it is you're working for. Concentric, super, super useful still. We don't mess with the concentric tempo as much, but occasionally. As everything else, as with everything else, it entirely depends on your goals. I will usually only mess with the concentric portion. Of movements, if uh, someone is, I will do this with bodybuilding. If we're really concerned about time under tension and maximizing the contraction on every single rep, you know, imagine a curl, but we're doing three seconds on the way up, or a bench press where you take three seconds to get to your chest and then three seconds to get to the top, really forcing that muscle to contract slowly and spend some time through that entire contraction. But sometimes working with speed, sometimes working with functional fitness people, CrossFitters, things like that. Sometimes we will absolutely mess around with the tempos so that they can prove that they are in control, find that stability, make sure every single rep looks as good as the last one. These tempos apply to everything. I find the weightlifting an easy example to give that typically resonates with people. Uh, But in weightlifting, everything has a tempo. In gymnastics, everything has a tempo. If you're not training your gymnastics with tempos, you're missing a whole other range of possibilities for your training. If you're doing ring dips, that's all well and good. But what if you had to spend five seconds at the very bottom of a ring dip? Can you see how that would build shoulder stability in what is typically a fairly weak position for people? How it will build shoulder endurance, how it will make that rotator cuff stronger so you are less likely to get hurt? Can you see how spending time at the bottom of a ring dip translates to a ring muscle up and landing in that deep bottom position dynamically? If you can do it under control, you can do it for time. It's going to be much easier to do dynamically. And this translates with everything. This translates with handstand work. This translates with core work. Certainly, if we're uh, messing around with body composition, trying to lean people out or add muscle, uh, playing with tempo can be extremely useful for these things. Stability and control, single side work. If you are not good at pistols, if you have one shoulder that is a little wonky compared to the other, start messing around with tempo work. I love, especially that eccentric, start there. But if you take a kettlebell, now now put that kettlebell bottoms up, So bell in the air, you're holding on to the handle, lock it out overhead, hold that for three seconds, take three seconds to return it to your shoulder and press it out as fast as you can overhead without letting that bell flop over and whack you on the forearm or your inner arm, keeping bottoms up. Awesome stability exercise. Also something that you can get a lot of bang for bang out of it without using a ton of weight. Bottoms up work, especially with the tempo, you're probably not using a ton of weight. And I hope you can see how all of this applies to being stuck at home. Philadelphia gyms are still closed. We can do some outdoor classes and things like that, but it's not the most useful on a cold and in the cold, wet winter, which is where we are right now. So I have lots of people who either have no equipment, so essentially we're doing stuff with books, water jugs, backpacks filled with things or very limited equipment. They have a kettlebell, they have two dumbbells, they have you know one resistance band, things like that. You can take that, write your program out, design, figure out what your stimulus is, what you're going for, what you wish you could do, and when you can't add weight, start changing tempo. Change reps, change tempo. Instead of adding weight, And you can increase or decrease the resistance. You can really focus in on the stimulus you're looking for, even though you're stuck at home even though you don't have a ton of equipment. Now, if you haven't done tempo work before, if you've been training and you're like, but I'm squatting, please don't make me count while I'm doing this. Uh, I hate it. Tempos can feel annoying. They can be frustrating, especially if you're relatively new at them. Sometimes it can even feel overwhelming. You lose count or it feels like too much or suddenly a movement that you're very confident in suddenly feels very uncomfortable or awkward or awkward. Or weird because you've never actually spent time at the bottom of a push up, holding tension with your chest just a millimeter off the ground and then pushing up again. And now it's really hard. And now you're not as strong in that position. And you used to have, you felt pretty good about your push ups. And now you don't feel so good about your push ups. Recognize that we're not making you weaker. And we're certainly not trying to make you look silly or ridiculous or feel bad. This isn't a trick, but it is shining a light on some potential weak spots, some potential stuff that you can work on. And isn't it cool to find out some stuff you can work on, especially if you're one of those who is in a limited equipment, stuck at home situation. If you found out you could improve your bench press, improve your push-ups, improve your general pushing strength by just hanging out in the bottom of a push-up for three seconds times eight reps times three sets, do that twice a week. It's going to be a bunch of work if you're not used to it. And that's so cool. You're going to feel it in your triceps. You're going to feel it in your chest. Uh, Ideally, you're staying super tight. You should be braced all the way through. So this is also going to fatigue your core. Tons of work. Tons of bang for your buck out of adding a tempo to a simple bodyweight movement. If you find the counting really hard, if you find the counting really frustrating, and you don't have access to a clock, lots of people, the easiest way to do this is just to set your set a clock up, set your phone up with a stopwatch rolling. Watch that and because your three seconds that you count in your head when you're squatting down, one, two, three, that's not three seconds. Three seconds is much more like one, two, three. And you hold at the bottom or not, whatever your tempo is. Remember, we have those, the isometric into, a, uh, into an eccentric, into isometric, into concentric, for a squat, that is. You can, if counting is too hard and you don't have access to a clock, just start fast, medium, slow. Right? So if you're doing the push-ups, you're going to, okay, I'm going to do sets of five push-ups, but I'm going to go down medium. And whatever medium is to you, it should be in control, paying attention to position, not super fast, not super slow. And remember, you can adjust all of these tempos. You can adjust the eccentric. How long do you go down? You can adjust the isometric at the top and the bottom. There's two isometric portions of, almost every, of pretty much every movement. There's the beginning and the ending of the movement, where you start from, where you're going. So the top of a push-up looks eerily like a plank. Bottom of a push-up, that support position we just talked about, those are both isometric portions. The lowering is the eccentric, the raising is the concentric, and there's essentially infinite variations. If you take five seconds to get to the bottom of a push-up, spend five seconds at the bottom of a push-up, and come up as fast as you can, those five push-ups, that's, that's going to be almost a minute of push-ups. When's the last time you did push-ups for a minute? I bet it's been a while. And having it be these slow, controlled reps, you get a huge amount of work done in under a minute. So, we've been going on about tempos. I'm not going to beat this horse to death, but I would encourage you to look at the rest of your life and notice that everything has a tempo. This mindfulness, this just noticing that you're in control of what you're doing, And that everything you're doing takes a certain amount of time and how you approach it, how you go through it, how in control you are as you roll through these moments, these events, these interactions, these relationships in your life can be really useful. Are you rushing through it without paying attention to how you're doing it? What if you take a moment and deliberately slow it down a little bit? What if the next time you ask your significant other how their day was? you change the way you do it? What if you deliberately take several more seconds to ask the question about how they were? Will it help you notice more their answer? Will it help you notice their answer more? Will it help you formulate what you're actually trying to ask? Are you entirely paying attention to the conversation? When you interact with people at work, are you? How involved are you? How mindful are you? How present are you in this situation? And I'm not trying to spin this off into a new philosophy, but I am saying that everything has a tempo. And if you take the time and you notice these things, it can be really useful, it can give you control, and you can build strength in new positions. Super important, super useful. I hope this has been of some use. Let me know how you like it. I really appreciate all the feedback so far. It means a lot to me. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram, feelstrongfit. Check out the website, feelstrong.me. We are continually revamping that, making it easier to get in touch with us. Uh, You can just click a button and schedule a consult with a coach now. Uh, Super nice. Thanks to my friend Leon for hooking that up and giving me great ideas. And if you have any need For personal programming, one-on-one work with a coach, you can even do it potentially in person if you're in Philly. Reach out, team. All right. Pay attention to your tempos and feel strong. Thank you so much for listening to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. Please visit us at feelstrong.me. DM us at feelstrongfit on Instagram to get started or just pick our brain. If you could rate and review us on iTunes, five stars, write something. It makes a big difference. Folks, we don't work with everyone, but we'll talk to anyone. If you're ready to get started today, get in touch. Thank you again and feel strong.